Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. The psalmist David is using the poetic language to describe God's personal and intimate touch in creation. You know, Napoleon, the great French military general, was aboard a ship on the Mediterranean Sea one starry night when he heard a small group of French officers mocking the idea of a supreme being. One of them said, the idea of a god of creation is absurd. Napoleon then stopped. With his hands, he made a sweeping gesture across the stars of the sky and said, gentlemen, you must get rid of those first. You see, friends, not only the stars, but the entire creation points to our awesome God as the creator. Listen to me carefully, friends. God does not need to prove his existence. He is a self-existent God. God did not have a beginning. He always existed and he will always exist. But God has given us enough evidence that he exists. Now God revealed himself through his creation. In fact, even the people who are not believers, friends, acknowledge that there is a supreme being beyond, uh, behind uh, this awesome creation of God. Yes, there is the creator behind the creation, the designer behind the design, the master behind the masterpiece. Here is the point, friends. The fingerprint of God is all over creation and no one can deny it. It's there. Now let's look at Psalm 19 before we just look at Psalm 8. You know, Psalm 19 verse 1 and you can take these three verses when you go back and read it, friend. Verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. You see, the psalmist wants us to see the wondrous thing God has created. In fact, the psalmist says, reminds us, that creation shouts God's glory. All heaven declares God's glory. Come back to Psalm 19 verse 2 and 3. And this is what the psalmist writes. Day to day pours out speech. What is this? The creation. Night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. He's referring to the creation, friends. 
The psalmist says, not only creation shouts God's glory, but creation shouts God's glory continually. In fact, the psalmist here is using the poetic language once again, you see, friends. He's not talking about the literal words or the speech or the language that creation uses. But he says, creation does speak. And they speak loud and clear, day in and day out, that creation is the handiwork of God. Thirdly, in Psalm 19 verse 4, it says like this, Psalmist says, the voice, their voice, the creation's voice, goes out throughout all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. Just pause and understand the way that the psalmist is describing, friends, describing this. The psalmist says not only creation shouts God's glory, creation shouts God's glory continually, but beautifully he says, but creation shouts God's glory universally. In fact, the point that the psalmist is making is that the creation faithfully declares the glory of God to everyone, no matter where they live on the planet Earth. We will not be able to cover everything about God's fingerprint in creation in one message. It's not possible. We will come back to it with part two sometime soon. And so you need to wait for that also to hear about God's fingerprint in creation. But this morning, God's fingerprint in creation. Three simple truths I want to give to you this morning from Psalm 8, which is a text that we have read this morning. First of all, the maker of creation or the creator of creation. Would you turn to somebody next to you and say the maker of creation? You see, friends, when the psalmist talks about when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, he is referring to Genesis chapter 1, the creation account. Genesis chapter 1 gives us an insight that God spoke the creation into existence. He is the author of life. In fact, God changed the formlessness to form and emptiness to habitation. This is what Genesis account says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. How many of us have heard this phrase, made in India? You heard that? Yes? You went to shopping. You saw the tag. Made in India, yes. You see, the pride of every country is when they say, made in India, made in USA, made in France, made in China, made in Japan, made in UAE, and so on. You see, friends, when we look at the sun, moon, stars, oceans, mountains, animal, birds, tree, and human beings, there is an invisible tag or a sign that says made 
by God. Made by God. In Genesis chapter 1, we get a glimpse of the creation of God. He spoke the creation into existence. He created the light, the sky, the seas, uh, the land. He created vegetation, the sun, moon and stars, fish, birds and animals. And of course, don't forget, man, both male and female, the climax and crown of his creation. Now, three things creation reveals about the creator. Number one, creation reveals about his presence. You see, don't let anyone deceive or convince you that creation is as a result of other things rather than God. There are many out there, friends, and many people will do that. The theory of evolution, I don't know if you come across or not, is there. Denies that creation was the work of God. You see, friends, creation tells us that all life as we see them today was created by an intelligent creator. While evolution suggests that life came into existence from non-living things and evolved into a complex organism over time. That is the theory of evolution, denying and giving credit to creation, to God. And then there is this Big Bang Theory. Tell somebody Big Bang Theory. I like that. Sometimes you want to bang those who tell this, you know. But you want to know what they say? Nearly 14 billion years ago, there was nothing and nowhere. Then due to a random fluctuation in a complete empty void. Listen to, absurd, right? A universe exploded into existence. You know, that is their theory. Here is my take, friends. Not only God saw what he created was very good. It's there in Genesis account. And we will read a little bit more a little later. But also creation saw its creator for the first time. When God created everything, can you just take a moment to imagine and think every one of the creation seeing God for the very first time. This is what the Bible account says and I believe it. And so I leave with you. What the Bible says, I believe it. What the Bible says, I believe it. Creation reveals the creator's presence. Secondly, creation reveals his power. You see, friends, God did not need anyone's help to create. He did not even have to use his hands to create. In fact, he spoke the creation into existence. His word had the power to create all things that we see in creation today, friends. His creative power in his words and it happens. Thirdly, creation reveals about the creator his pleasure. See, does God take pleasure in creation? What is your take? Yes or no? 
Absolutely yes. Five times God stands back, so to speak, and takes stock of his creation. And each time the text says, and God saw, it was good. God saw, it was good. After God made man and woman in his own image, this is what the text says. And God saw everything that he made and behold, it was very good. He delighted in what he created, friends. He takes pleasure in what he created. This morning, having described the creator a little bit about his creation and what the creation says about him, why is it important to understand what the Bible says about the creator God? Have you ever asked, why is it important? Why not we believe the theories that are there? Why do we understand what the Bible says about the creator? Why is it important? This is my simple encouragement to you. You see, what I believe that will shape me about who I worship and enjoy relationship with. If I believe in money as my God, I will only seek to enjoy money and all my relationship will be centered around money. And so it's important that we understand about this awesome creator of this world, our awesome God. And so friends, acknowledging the creator God is one step towards knowing him personally. It's a beautiful thing. There are many people are in the search of this true God. And when they look at this creation, they marvel at the masterpiece, the master of this creation. And they, in their search, find God in a personal way as they are enlightened. Now, when you look into the mirror, how many of you look into the mirror? Not only the ladies, right? Gents also. You can raise your hand. You know, when you look into the mirror and look at yourself, there is this invisible sign and that sign says you are made in God's image. You are made in God's image. You belong to him. You and I carry the fingerprint of God on our lives. That is why the psalmist says in Psalm 24, very loudly and clearly, verse 1, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, we belong to God. God's fingerprint is on every created thing, including you and me. So not only are we talking about the maker of the creation, I want to quickly talk to us about the majestic creation. The majestic creation. Would you turn to your neighbor and tell them majestic creation? Okay. You see the psalmist David opens and ends. Verse 8. We read that right? With these words. Oh Lord. Our Lord. How majestic is your name in all the earth. You see friends. The psalmist 
emphasizes two things here first of all listen to me very carefully it's very important god's name is not only majestic but his work too is majestic the psalmist begins with the majestic names name of god and then as you read through he goes on to talk about the majestic work of this majestic name of god or god himself secondly the emphasis that the psalmist is saying is god's name and work is not only majestic in one location he says but in all the earth the point i am making friends listen to me very carefully the majestic god cannot create or make anything less than majestic his name is on the reputation he is god the supreme being the creator of everything so this god that we are talking about is majestic and this majestic god cannot create anything less than majestic so the creation is majestic and that's what the psalmist is talking about friends see friends whether you look at creation through a telescope or a microscope the only explanation is you see the majestic god and his majestic work you can look at all of the creation through a telescope you can even look at the minutest of things through a microscope but all that comes to us the only explanation is there is a majestic god and his work is majestic it is an established fact friends that creation of god is complex you talk to the scientists you talk to the doctors it is complex it is intricate but it's also wonderful because nowhere else is it spelt out so clearly than in psalm 139 again the psalmist writes in verse 13 and 14 listen to it very carefully this is we are talking about the creator god psalmist says for you created my innermost being you knit me together in my mother's womb that's complex that's intricate friends i praise you because i am <coughs> fearfully and wonderfully made what is he saying fearfully and wonderfully made it's complex it's intricate but it's also wonderful your works are wonderful now pastor higgins in his book meet god i don't know how many of you have i wish we can give each one a copy perhaps sometime we must do that okay writes like this and listen to it very carefully i took it exactly from his book and listen to it very carefully he says aren't you glad world is full of many different kinds of plants and animals and colors what if the sky the grass and the ground were all one color we'd probably get pretty tired of seeing one color all the time even if it were our favorite color 
But God made the sky blue and the grass green and the soil black. He made the golden wheat fields, white snow-capped mountains and tan and sandy beaches along blue-green oceans. How many flowers can you name with different shapes and colors? There are white lilies, red roses, no, yellow daffodils, pink carnations and purple violets. There are roaring lions, squeaking mice, moving cows and quaking ducks. There are grunting hogs and croaking frogs. See friends, all of these thoughts Pastor Higgins points out speaks of the majestic creation of God behind which is the wisdom, beauty and order of this awesome God. Amen. Amen. Can we give a big clap offering to God? See, God doesn't make junk. Junk doesn't reflect him, friend, his nature. God only makes things that are beautiful. And one of the greatest fault with human beings is we too often ask the question, why? We even ask question God about his creation. <coughs> we may not like cockroaches, but we ask God, why did he create cockroach? Hmm? We may not like lizards, but we question God why you made lizards. You know, a man was sitting under a walnut tree, listen to this, and he was questioning God, why you made tiny walnuts? Okay, listen to it. On such a huge trees and huge pumpkins on a tiny vines. You got the question? He's questioning God. Why did you make tiny walnuts in a big huge tree and huge pumpkins on tiny vines? Just then a gentle breeze blew and one walnut fell on his own nut. Okay, his head. Which made him think and he says, what if? There was a pumpkin up there. Okay? Don't question God. God knows. He's a sovereign God. God in his sovereignty and wisdom created things that are splendid and majestic friends. Listen to what the psalmist has said in Psalm 111 verse 3. He says, splendid and majestic is his work. <coughs> Here is my point friends. And listen to this very carefully. Simple point. We capture the majestic creation of God in cameras, hmm? photos or videos. Oh, how beautiful. And we click photos or videos, but fail to allow the awesome God, this awesome God of the majestic creation to capture our hearts. We can capture the picture, walk away saying it's so beautiful. And yet don't open a heart to acknowledge there is a creator. And what is he saying through this creation? Pastor Higgins in his book, again let me quote, Meet God draws our attention to the following truths, how people respond when they see all of this creation. He said, many have honored and worshipped the things that God has made, but have not given honor and worship to God as the maker. 
Many people enjoy the beauty of the nature but don't praise and worship the maker. He says many people drink God's water, eat his food, breathe his air and never thank him for such daily care. This year friends, as we learn about our awesome God, we see his majestic fingerprint in creation. May we never forget to praise him from the depth of our hearts. Let us join the songwriter as often as we can and sing what Pastor Philip led us in that, O oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hand has made, I see the stars, I hear the mighty thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed and then says my only response would be Lord. Then sings my soul, my savior God to thee, how great thou art, <coughs> how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Let me move on. I've talked about the, what is the first one? The maker of the, what is it? The maker of the creation. The majestic creation, let me conclude, the mandate of the creator, friends. <coughs> the psalmist from Psalm 8, verses 6 to 8, makes clear that human beings are given the responsibility to take care of God's creation. Listen to what the psalmist says. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all the flocks and herds and animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the path of the sea. The psalmist is again referring to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. God blessed them, that is Adam and Eve, man and said to them be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground you see friends when we look at these verses we understand that it is not God's suggestion what he's saying here but it is his mandate to every human being on the face of this earth to be good stewards of his creation. Now God call, God's call to take care of his creation highlights two things and I close with this. Number one, our position friends. Since we are created in the image of God and we are his crowning creation, God bestows this honor on, on us. We accept our position, not with a sense of pride, but with a sense of privilege to be caretakers of this awesome creation of God. Secondly, God's purpose. God never does anything simply for the sake of doing something. We may do it for the sake of doing something, okay? But God never does that. He always does things with a purpose and for a purpose, friends. As crowning creation of God, his purpose for us is we will worship him as the creator and care for his creation. Let me remind us that God 
has set his glory not only in the universe but above and beyond all the created things in other words as great as the universe is friend god is greater as big as the universe is god is bigger this morning i invite you to give our honor and worship to this awesome god the creator of all this what we see the fingerprint of god is everywhere as we look around the heaven heavens declare his glory then friends you and i must to declare his glory and more than that we must live in his glory and for his glory that's where the creator god invites us into a personal relationship with him awesome god the earth cannot contain him the universe cannot contain him he spoke it into existence yet he chooses to come to dwell among us to reveal himself as the savior for us the creator the savior and so we not only declare his glory but we live in his glory thanks for listening to this message from ag kolkata we hope you would stay connected by following us online you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram by using @agckolkata we would love to know how this message has touched your life please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories@agkolkata.org at hope you have a great week ahead